Hey folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics for another week. The season is almost over, guys, and I'm telling you, I'm very, very excited. So today we're going to talk to you about author and reading and writing and what, how we came to this journey. And we're going to talk about that. The reason why I did this is because, you know what, everyone can write, everyone can read, but can anyone become an author? That's the key, and that's the question that we have for this author today. And his name is Jack, and Jack is totally awesome because I've talked to him many, many times before this, and he's an awesome guy. So let's welcome Jack. Jack, how are you? And thanks for coming to Back to Basics. Thanks so much for having me, Girish. It's a pleasure to be on. I really like all the content you produce, and it's very impressive how much of it you produce. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. Thank you again for all the support and uh, whatever you do, Jack. So before we get into the details of your book and what you did and did not do and, and whatever happened, uh, what does Back to Basic uh, mean to you? So a practice I started a couple years ago was journaling. And the first question that's in my daily goal journal is, why are you grateful to be alive? And I think that question, why are you grateful to be alive, implies that you should be grateful. And it gets you thinking, you know, in a positive light. And I think when you structure your day like that, it's very effective. Another thing that I like to do periodically to go back to basics is ask myself, are my actions aligned with my values? And I think in times in my life when my actions haven't been aligned with my values, I've become very frustrated. Um, and I see this a lot with my friends from time to time, and it's something I struggle with still to this day, just trying to get my actions aligned with my values. So if your family is very important to you, are you spending enough time with your family? Are you doing the things you truly value? And I think that those two things are really what I think of when I want to go back to basics. So does that, thank you so much for that, by the way. So does that make you feel that you, that is your success, you think? Uh, I, I suppose um, it, it does always get my day started out on the right foot when I, when I am forced to write down why I'm grateful to be alive. And there's, there's lots of reasons, but when you're, when you're asked it, you, you're forced to think about it and you're forced to you know, write something down and that I, I, I think it, it is a successful way to start the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, 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 Jack, for, for coming on the show and making this brighter for me. And I'm telling you, I'm very excited for today's uh, episode. So thank you again for that. Um, there was a book that I read, and it's called Compound Effect. That actually explains you uh, to appreciate each and every moment of your life. Uh, because you know when, for example, Thanksgiving is coming round the corner, okay, we are going to be questioned as to what are you grateful for, and we just come up with default answers that I'm grateful for my parents, my daughter, my son, my wife, my everything else, and my husband, whatever, right? But when we write it down, we're actually appreciating certain things, and I think you're absolutely right, we should write it down as a journal. Uh, because that is just part of life, isn't it? Absolutely. Compound, Compound Effect is a great book. Uh, 
definitely helps you um, accomplish big goals and the, the little steps along the way. That's right. That, that's a great book. That's right. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming again uh, on my show. So let me let me ask you this. Uh, you have started this book, but you didn't wake up become an author. You were you were something else, and then it seems like something triggered you to become an author. What made you become an author? So, um, I would say the turning point in my life was 2016. I, I lost a job. I took what I call my roots trip, where I went to Europe to see where some of my grandparents grew up. And one of the stops was Auschwitz, the, the concentration camp in Poland. And this is outside of Krakow, where my grandfather happened to grow up. And it was a very life-changing experience for me, walking through Auschwitz in December when it's snowing. And you're, I'm thinking to myself, how did anyone survive here? And so that's really when I started reading a lot. And I was never a big reader before then. So I started reading a lot and that kind of got me down the path of reading and just exploring whatever I was interested in at the time. And it, it kind of morphed into reading a lot of soccer books and that transformed into one of the books I wrote. And it also gave me some time to reflect on my life and the, the journaling aspect, I tried to blend with my actuarial work and I, I put together a journal to help actuaries prepare for their exams. So 2016, when I lost my job and took that trip were, uh, were, were big changes in my life. And I actually even met my now wife in Vienna, Austria, believe it or not. Hmm. Wow, that's just amazing, isn't it? It, it seems like... You know, it's a. It seems like a, a cliche, but technically, it's not a cliche. That when people they say a door closes, the other one opens. Uh, that's actually a fact, not a cliche. Because you you found your wife, you started your book, and you started this whole new journey that you just never, uh, as as people say, you touched your potential and got into the next phase of your life. Is that right? A absolutely. It's. Um, it was definitely a wake up call for me. I definitely, from that point on, tried to take more responsibility for my life and tried to map it out in a way that seemed intentional. Um, another thing that came out of that was I, I vowed as soon as I got another job, I would buy a house and rent out all the rooms to make my living expenses uh, much lighter on my budget. And I did that and that, that helped me save a lot of money to have uh, a little bit more breathing room to explore these other passion projects. And it, it also uh, kind of became an obsession with real estate. I, I'm now up to 12 units throughout Michigan and uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, but a, a lot of great things came out of me losing my job. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think a lot of people are kind of experiencing that through COVID. It's kind of been a wake up call for a lot of people, but I, I feel my, COVID experience was more in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again for, for that. It seems like you have gone through a lot of hardship uh, and, and, and I salute you for all the, the stuff that you do uh, because it seems like people who go through these things go into depression mode and they just never come out of it. And you just said that I'm going to just change my life and that's just what happened. So I thank you again for that. 
So what is the, the name of the book, Jack? So let's talk about the, the book a little. So, so one of my books is called Make Better Bets. That was a book, and I said I got into like the soccer books, and I'm very big in Excel. I, I like modeling things in Excel, kind of do it for a living through my actuarial work. So it was kind of this cool blending of my two worlds, the soccer and the actuarial world, where I could try to model um, a tournament. And I tried to model the World Cup in 2018. And it was based off of some prior research done um, through a professor at the University of Michigan. And I actually talked to him and he was happy to supply me with his data. And I was basically trying to predict goal differential between different international teams based off of their FIFA ranking and a home field advantage variable. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I unfortunately didn't make money, but we, we did have France, uh, we did bet France to win it all. So th there was that, but it was just a great fun experience and I learned so much. And, and, and then the, the other book, um, like I said, I really like journaling now and um, it helped me progress through the exams. There was the, the seventh actuarial exam I had actually failed three times and I thought I had to change something and that's kind of when I discovered journaling and, and back to your compound effect uh, mention, it, it helped me break down this massive goal of passing an actuarial exam into daily mini goals. And that, that's what I put into that journal. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. So, so you came out with three books, not just one. Am I right? So there's one journal geared towards the actuarial exams. The others make better bets, which is like a story format. The other one uh, is, a, is another just daily journal, but it's, it's not really geared towards anyone. It's just a generic journal. Um, yeah. So I, I guess, I, yeah, I do have three books. <laughs> Yeah, well, you should appreciate what you what you did, uh, Jax. But I, I'm telling you because you know what? I'm still learning how to write a book. I'm still learning how to read a book, and, mm -hmm. and people are writing books left, right, center. So I, I thank you for that. Uh, I, I will tell you, it's it's probably easier than ever to write a book if you ever want to go on. I mean, Amazon, the Kindle Direct Publishing, anyone can go write a book now. Um, so it's really cool. It really opens up a lot of doors for people that might be getting turned down by other publishing houses. I see. I see. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. Because we need to start motivating people if they want to write. They don't need that much capital in, in order to do this. Am I right? Absolutely. Just basically your sweat equity. You might need, if you weren't super confident in a like a cover, you could, I mean, I paid people on Fiverr. Uh, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, where you can go find people that do ad hoc jobs like that. And th there's a lot of talented people that can design all sorts of things for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for that. So I, I want to go back to make better bets, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm, sure. How did that whole thing start? I mean, you like sports and then, and then you combined uh, business and sports together into one. Can you explain that a little? Yeah, sure. So... Two of the, the books that I really enjoyed reading when I got into this, this reading frenzy were Soccernomics and a book called Money and Soccer. 
they're, they're uh, linked somewhat. And one, one of the studies that these guys were doing was trying to determine what country uses their resources the best in terms of soccer. So who, who is kind of fighting above their weight class, so to say. And they were looking at the population of the country. They were looking at the number of international appearances they had played in, and they looked at GDP per capita. And they found those three factors were, I think it was roughly like 30, 30 or 40 percent predictive in terms of goal differential. Mm-hmm. So if you just gave them those three variables, they could kind of roughly say what the estimated goal differential between those two teams would be. And I, I just tried to take it maybe one step further and then ask, okay, well, if one team is projected to beat another team by, let's say, a half a goal, what, what does that translate into into terms of probability of win or probability of loss or probability of time? Hmm. And then I, I use that framework to simulate the whole World Cup tournament I think it was like 5,000 times. And then that Make Better Bets book is basically a post-analysis of what went wrong and what can be learned from that whole experience. Wow, that that's amazing. Thank you so much for that. So what do you call yourself? A soccer dad <laughs> or, or a author? Or what do you call yourself now? Or is it uh, You know, I, I still probably would say, I mean... My, my, I, I still have a day job. I work as an actuary. I'm a valuation actuary. We basically make sure there's enough reserves to pay out future claims and annuity payments. Um, but I, I would say I am kind of blending and morphing more into either a re- real estate investor and author and blogger. Uh, I definitely like helping people getting their finances in order. And that's kind of what I do on the blog. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to just expand a little bit now that I have more time since I've, um, out of the actuarial exams, yeah, so I have yeah. much more free time. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, uh, Jack for, for coming on the show and, and explaining to people that anyone can be an author. Anyone can have an idea. Uh, don't be bogged down because of capital or anything else. Uh, sometimes you do have options, and I think you made that option very clear with with your with your books that you have created. So, uh, Jack, before you leave today, do you have any last words or any any comments for Back to Basics? I would leave you with just the thought of don't let society kind of define what success looks like for you, and just don't be afraid to try things that you might find interesting. Just try to do as many, many passion projects as you possibly can. I think that's how I'd leave it. Yeah. Jack, thank you. Thank you again for coming on my show and uh, helping me out and helping our guests out, or I should say my listeners, uh, you know, of the struggles that people go through and how we can motivate them in many different ways. And this is one of them. Uh, So thank you again, Jack, for coming here. Thanks so much, Girish. Thank you. So... So we spoke with Jack and we talked about the becoming an author. It's not easy. And I'm telling you, he made it easy. And I'm telling you the things that he's doing, it's an amazing work what he's doing. But there's one thing that he did say. 
there is struggles on the way, for sure. But there is light at the end of the tunnel, as they always say, don't they? And one door closes, the other opens. I mean, this is all what we said on the episode today. Guys, there's one thing that I do want to say. There's a quote of the day from Back to Basics, and here's a quote. The quote is, we shine bright so that others may shine brighter. Because we want to help people out. And that's what we're trying to do here. I'm helping people out. So is Jack. And so is everyone else around us. I hope they are. I mean, that's what we claim. So guys, as usual, as always, what do we say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. And keep on commenting all the episodes that I've done so far. We're so close towards the end of the season. And I hope you love all the episodes that I've done so far. And if you don't, please comment why. Because I do want to improve each and every time and every week of my episodes. And the three things that you are going to love these episodes. One is the content is going to be awesome. The guest is going to be great. And of course, the host is going to be the best of all. Guys, take care. God bless. And I will see you next week.